Welcome to the Inspired Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Wyrock. I'm a business owner and coach who is dedicated to my own growth mindset and helping others find theirs. This is the podcast where you will find the inspiration that will help you grow your business and reach your goals. If you're looking to scale your business while being inspired, encouraged, and empowered, this is the show for you. Let's dig right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Inspired Biz. Today, I want to speak directly to those small business owners and those entrepreneurs that also happen to be a mom, or actually not just a mom, a parent, any parent who is trying to build a business, who is trying to create something from scratch, and even more importantly, is probably trying to work from home at least a portion of the time. If that sounds like you, or if you know someone who this would apply to, listen up because I have some insight and some things that I would love to share with you that I have learned through the years myself. And especially over this last couple of years of building my own business, what this looks like to be balancing, being present while also building a business. Today, I actually, it was gorgeous outside and It's been such a weird spring here in the Kansas City area. We have had just weeks of dreary, cold, rainy weather. And normally we at least have some, you know, 70 degree days here and there. And we just hadn't had that. And then suddenly we went from, you know, 55 and gross and rainy to 95 last week. I'm not even joking. 40 degree swing. Our bodies didn't even know what to do with it. Our air conditioning systems went from heat, our our systems went from heat to cooling. It was a mess. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, we are going to completely skip spring. I'm going to have zero nice weather. We might as well just open the pools now. But thankfully, as is typical for the Midwest, it swung back the other way and it righted itself. And today was one of those just perfect Midwest days. It was breezy. It was 75. The sun was shining. The sky was clear and it was perfect. And it happened to fall where I was able to get out of the house for a little while and take a walk this afternoon. So as I was on my walk, I was listening to a couple of podcasts and just really thinking about the next couple of weeks, because if you are like me, um, you probably, by the time you hear this, your kids are already out of school, but I am in preparation mode for the kids to be home all summer. In case you didn't know, I have 14, 12, and 10-year-old daughters. They are fantastic. I absolutely adore them, but let's be honest. I also love having my daytime hours for work to be able to be concentrated on that. And so it's hard sometimes when we have breaks or it's summer and they're home during the day. I feel very torn, very, um, very pulled in both directions. Because in case you haven't listened or you like haven't heard any of my other episodes, one of the huge reasons that I said yes to this entrepreneurial journey was because I wanted to be present with my kids. So when we hit the summertime, I am faced with this conflict inside of myself of, 
I want to be more present, but hello, I'm in building mode. I have to be focusing on this. All of those things to say, I definitely was processing what this summer was going to look like and how we were going to, how I was going to accomplish both of those things simultaneously. And I really, for a second, was entertaining the idea that there just was zero chance that I can build a business and be fully present. There's just zero chance. And I was kind of resigning myself to that idea. And suddenly I just was like, no, wait, I don't have to go with that narrative. I don't have to go with that narrative. I don't have to buy into that. I can decide what this looks like. I can decide what building a business looks like. I can decide what being present looks like. And we get to create that narrative for ourselves. So after that, after I hit that resolve and was like, no, we are, I'm not giving up. I'm not going to just let my business float off into oblivion. I'm not going to just decide not to hang out with my kids all summer. I can figure out a way to do both. I wanted to come here and share some of the ways that I am making plans to accomplish both, to not sacrifice the consistency and the building mode that I have been in for months now with my business, but also to not sacrifice these very rare and fleeting opportunities to be present with my girls. What it means, it doesn't mean that I have to put something off to the off to the side or has to go to the back burner, or I have to just lose all of the consistency and the momentum that I have been gaining. Instead, what it means is that I have to enter into this summer season when my kids are home with intentionality. I have to be prepared for it. And now's the time, right? We have a few weeks before they're out of school. You might be in an area that has even longer And you know what, even if you're listening to this and it is not before summer starts and it is definitely in the thick of it, it's never too late to put these things into practice to prepare yourself for the next season when your kids are home or you need to take a break or to do it right now. You might be in the middle of summer. You might be listening to this at the beginning of August. And that does not mean that it is too late to put these practices into place to better equip you for when things go sideways or when you need to be more present in that area of your life. By the way, my kids are home right now. So the chance of you hearing one of my kids yelling or a dog barking or something like that happening is very high, but this is real life people. This is what happens when you are an entrepreneur and you work from home. So let's get into it. I have five tips to help you stay consistent in every season. In every season, whether it's summer or it's Christmas break or it's back to school season and you've got all the activities or you are running to the ball field every five seconds, whatever it might be, these are five tips to help you stay consistent in every season. The first tip that I have and that I am currently, I've done some of this and I am in the process of continuing to add to this is you should automate what you can. If you are having to have a hands-on touch for every single step and every single system inside of your business, you are working harder, not smarter. I'm going to say that again. If you have to touch every single piece that makes your business go, you are working harder, not smarter. And we need to flip that guys. There are ways that you can automate so many different elements 
And I'm going to be honest with you. Some of those I was not even aware of until I started working with my own VA. Her name is Lisa and she's incredible. Total shout out to Lisa right now, but she has helped me automate and bring so many different things into perspective when it comes to working smarter, not harder. One of the ways that I have done this is through using a CRM like HoneyBook. Now, there are lots of them out there. I have not tried all of them, so I cannot speak to every single one, but what I can do is I can speak to HoneyBook. HoneyBook has a calendar and scheduling system. It can hold your contracts. It can hold your invoices. It's a way to um, have forms that people can fill out. There are workflows that you can create where when one thing is done, then the next thing is sent to them. It provides automations that help make your life easier and help you to not have to have your finger on every single detail of your business, right? So if you do not already have some workflows set up, some automation set up, this is an area that you should consider getting lined up so that when a season comes, when you need to be more present in other areas of your life, you can do that without having to risk dropping a ball. The second thing that I recommend when it comes to preparing for a busy season and to make sure that you are staying consistent in every season is to get organized. Now, this is an area that I thought that I was really naturally inclined towards. I've always been a pretty organized person. I've always loved planners and (laughs) different. I'm a total nerd in that way. I get excited when it's back to school season and all the planners and fresh school supplies come out guys. So I automatically assumed when I started my own business that I would have zero issue with organization and time management. And let me tell you when When the rubber met the road, there were moments that I felt like I was about to go crazy. When there are different things pulling you in different directions, it doesn't matter how great you are at retaining information in your mind, you're going to lose track of something. So one of the biggest and best things that I did for my business was come up with a system that works for me to stay organized and focused. The way I do that is through the use of Trello. Again, there are so many amazing apps out there and so many amazing ways that you can keep track of your day-to-day tasks, your day-to-day responsibilities, but Trello has been a game changer for me. There's a couple of different ways that you can set up Trello. And this is why I love Trello so much because you can really make it to fit your needs. You can set it up how you would like it. You can have one long to-do list for work and one long to-do list for personal, all of the different things. For me personally, I set up my to-do list in the days of the week. So I have a Monday card, I have a Tuesday card, so on and so forth. All of my tasks, even the most mundane things get assigned to a day. And at the end of the day, all of those tasks have either been moved to the done card, which let me just tell you is super satisfying. Moving something to the done card is very, very satisfying or it has been put in the in progress because sometimes let's be honest, you're waiting on someone else to get you content or information. So it's in progress or it has been reassigned to another day. But at the end of the day, there is nothing remaining 
on that daily card. And this helps me not only keep track of all of the tasks, but it helps me have a visual of what I need to get done. And it also helps me know if I'm stacking up too much on one day, maybe I'm, you know, over committing, or I'm just being super ambitious to try to get all of these tasks done in one day, whatever it might be. Trello has been a great, great way for me to manage my own task. It also has been a fantastic way for me to manage my team. So I have my own personal board. I also have a collaborative board with my team. My team is all over the place. I have a team member in Brooklyn. I have a team member in Tampa. I have a team member um, in the Kansas City area. I have team members kind of all over the place. And the beauty of Trello is that everyone can access it from no matter where they're at. And so I can go in and I can assign due dates. I can assign tasks. I can provide checklists. I can be able to see from an accountability perspective, what they've accomplished and what they haven't. It is such a valuable and useful tool. So if you are heading into a season, whether it's this summer or any time where you are going to struggle with that consistency and holding all the things in your mind, one of the best ways you can do that is to get organized, manage your time and have a way to track what you need to get done. A third thing that you can do is set yourself some goals. And there's a lot of different ways you can set a goal, but I want to talk about SMART goals, Um, specifically for a season like summer vacation, when your kids are home and you really need to think about the types of goals that you're setting and, but you don't want to just stop moving forward, right? You want to, you still want to see progress, but you have to think about them in a very rational and reasonable way. And so I want to talk about SMART goals. So when we set SMART goals, we set them and they are specific, they are measurable, they are achievable, they are relevant, and they are time-bound. When you think about a specific goal, creating something that feels really big and ambiguous, big dreams and big goals are great, right? But when you are in a season when things are maybe a little bit leaner, you're having to divide your time, being super specific, I am going to get X done is going to serve you better than having this big kind of nebulous dream or goal out there. Another thing is it, how will you know it's done? So you want to make it measurable. How will you know that you have accomplished that? So really forming a goal that not just is specific, but then lets you know, how will I know that this is accomplished? What will I see? What will be the evidence or the fruit of that? The third thing is it's achievable. Okay. Again, it's not bad to have really big kind of out of reach goals. These are the things that push you. These are the things that challenge you. But let's be honest, there are times and seasons that it's more appropriate to have a really big goal that you're pushing hard for, right? Those goals that require you to maybe put in the extra time and the extra hours. And if you know you're going into a season where that is just not as possible as it sometimes is, let's make achievable goals, guys. Let's create goals that still continue to move us forward, but it's not creating something that feels unattainable. The other one is relevant. What is going to be the most useful to your business? At the end, let's say the summer, at the end of the summer, if I could look back and say, I have achieved 
this goal, this goal, and this goal? Are they going to be the most relevant goals to have moved me forward to push me forward in my long-term goals for my business? Now, there may be other things that I want to accomplish, but let's focus on the most relevant things. Let's focus on the things that are going to set us up for the most success when we come out of this season where our attention is divided. And then finally, let's create time-bound goals. Let's give a time limit or a plan to it. I don't know about you, but when I create a goal or I create something, an idea in my mind of what I want to achieve, and I don't give myself a deadline, there's no urgency. There's no intentionality. There's no focus there. So if you are in a position where you're setting a goal and you really want to make sure you achieve it, set a deadline, give it a time limit, give it a plan. I want to see by this time, this much, this is what I do every single month and every single week, whether we are in the summer months or not, I set monthly goals. They are shaped by my long-term goals. And then every single week, either on Sunday night or on Monday morning, depending on how the weekend went, I set weekly goals. And my weekly goals are 100% shaped by my monthly goals. Those weekly goals should be moving me closer to being able to check off every single one of those things that I have set out to do for the month. And obviously, whatever I'm trying to do in the month is helping move me closer to checking off all of those long-term goals. Creating a time-bound goal is going to create a sense of urgency in your mind. The fourth thing that I really want to encourage you to do this summer or in a season where your attention is having to be a little bit divided is to know when to shut it down. Yes, you want to continue working. Yes, you want to continue building. But knowing when it's time to say, okay, I'm closing the computer. I'm turning off the phone onto do not disturb. We're going to focus and I'm going to be fully present. That is just as important as creating goals that you are going to be chasing during this season. Last summer, it was my very first summer of being fully home with my children during this time. And I really wanted to make the most of last summer. After coming out of the summer of 2020, when it felt like we could do nothing, last summer, I was like, we are doing all the things. And every single day, between 1 and 2 p.m., I would shut down my computer. It didn't mean I was off the clock, so to speak, because I still sometimes would get calls or texts from my clients, but I would shut down my computer, turn off my office lights, and we would go do something. Sometimes it was going to the pool. Sometimes we went to the Arboretum, sometimes to the library. It didn't matter what we were doing. We were gone. We were doing things. And part of the reason that I wanted to do that was because it is important to me that my girls see me have balance. I want them to see me building a business. I hope someday they look back on this and they think I can do that too. It is also important for me that they see that their mom is here with them, that I am engaging and I am soaking up every possible moment I can get because trust me, as early teenagers and soon to be teenagers, I know my time of them wanting to spend time in the summer with me is limited and it's fleeting. It is important that when you are in a season like this, you continue to create goals for yourself. You get organized. You keep having a building mindset, but you also know when it is time to shut it down. You know how to walk that line. 
And then finally, and probably not even probably, it is not the least, know when it's time to get help. One of the things that I realized last fall was that coming out of the summer, I was starting to see some growth in my business, which was really exciting. But I recognized that as we went into the fall, my kids play fall sports and it was going to be a very busy season. And the last thing I could do was just rely on the fact that they were going back to school and I was going to have a huge amount of time that was going to come back to me. So I got serious about reaching out to my own VA and bringing someone on to help support me. It was the smartest thing that I ever could have done. Not only did they bring a wealth of expertise to my business that helped me grow to where I am now, but they also were able to take things off my plate to free up some time to not only be more present with my children, but also to continue in my growth trajectory as a business owner. So knowing when it's time to get help, knowing when you're up to your neck in water and you need some support, whether it is in social media or it's in bookkeeping or whatever it may be, it's okay to ask for help guys. It is okay to seek out help. And there are so many amazing organizations out there that can help provide that for you. Socially inspired is one of them. And we would love to help support you, but there are so many others and finding the right VA, finding the right social media manager, finding the right person to partner with your business is what will help you be able to focus on what only you can do. When you take things off your plate and you allow someone in to help you and support the growth of your business, you not only are freeing up your time, but you're freeing up your mental capacity and the mental load to be able to focus on what only you can do, the skills that only you bring, the services that only you can provide. If you find yourself in this summer or beyond where you're thinking, I really cannot take one more thing on because I have to do all these things that aren't really my favorite things to do, but someone has to do them. It is probably time for you to reach out and get some help. These are the five things that one, I am doing to prepare for this summer season. And honestly, for any season, because we always have things that are going to to pull our attention, that are going to make us feel like we are going in multiple directions. But I want to encourage you to really think through these five things and start figuring out and determining where you can put these into place. And I'm going to go through them one more time. Okay. Number one, automate what you can figure out what you can automate, what you can take your hands off of and let work itself out. Number two, get organized, find a way to have some time management support and organization support. Number three, set those smart goals, guys, set the goals that are going to help you move forward. Even if it feels like a baby step, it is still a step forward. Number four, know when to shut it down when it's necessary. And then number five, get the help where it's needed. Find the support that's going to help you keep on moving forward and growing. That is all I have for today. I hope that this is encouraging to you. Honestly, as a mom, as a entrepreneur, as a small business owner, as a team lead, I definitely know what it feels like to feel pulled in multiple directions. And it's hard. It is so hard at times, but it does not mean 
that you have to just put something aside, put your business to the side and stop growing it. You can find that balance. You can take the steps that's necessary to keep growing while also being present. Being consistent in every season is the trick to sustainable growth in your business. I will talk with you guys next time. Have a great day. You've just listened to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have found your business inspiration today, we want to know. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with someone you know looking for their own inspiration. We'd love to have you join our online community on Instagram and Facebook at Socially Inspired Management or check out sociallyinspiredmanagement.com to learn more about how we can support you to grow your biz. We'll see you next week.